everyone. It's April, and Tony's here with me. We're here to do another show for you today. We've got some questions to answer from Veronica. And a few little pet things. Um, my little puppy is doing well. She's keeping her cast on. She's learned how to maneuver around it, and she can't get around very well. But Miss Marple is starting to make a little headway with being more mobile. She's got five more weeks of cast time for her dislocated metatarsals. But she's such a sweetheart. I can't believe that someone would just toss this little dog away. She's the sweetest little thing ever. She All she wants is love, and all she wants to do is be in my lap. And she has the saddest little cry. If I, if she, like right now, she's on my desk, and I had to put her in a cardboard box a little bit because with her cast on, she tends to slide. And she can slide right off the desk, and that's not a good thing either. So I got her in a box, and she is just all snugged into it. I put some stuffed animals in so she could prop her leg up, and she's just like a little queen. Yes, she is. Oh, I'm just, I'm so blessed that I, you know, got her. And all my other animals are, are acclimating to it. The two little dogs are sniffing her and talking to her, and I think, feeling bad for her because she's got a cast on. And Guinness continues to pretend she doesn't exist. <laughs> he just looks past her, and he doesn't want to know. So it's fun over here in the Crawford Ranch with all the animals and everything. And I'm in the process of redoing the aviary a bit. We had, a couple of years ago, we had a mudslide that kind of knocked the door off the hinge. And the tortoises are on on the right side of it these days, and they've knocked off all of the um, chicken wire on the bottom. And I've had a few close calls with, you know, predators coming in. So I decided I'm going to I have to get it repaired. So I'm spending the weekend looking for a handyman to be able to do that for me and somebody who knows something about fencing and get them back up and running. So I've got I what brought most of the pheasants, I put them in crates, and brought them in the house because I couldn't trust and I couldn't sit out there all night waiting to see if somebody's going to come and be a predator. I don't worry about the peacocks because those ladies have got it got it together. You know, I don't think anybody's going to try to get after them because they're pretty foreboding and they're pretty big. But anyways, Tony, how are you doing today? How's Maine and how are all the little munchkins? Uh, the munchkins are fine. They're sleeping right now. And um, Maine is hot. And we should not be this hot. Ooh. Yeah. Hmm. I remember yeah. the days where I used to love the heat. Now it's like, I can't wait for fall and winter. So, wow. But over here, we're all doing fine. Okay, good. Well, I'm going to go get Veronica. Okay. And you can talk to our audience and let them know how fabulous they are. <laughs> I will. Oh. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show today. And you are fabulous. Um, you know, I encourage you to write in to innerwhispersradio.com, and that's I N N E R whispersradio.com. Are you there, Veronica? Yes, we are. Good day to you. Good day to you. Uh, Carla would like to know. Eternal self-help in the healing of the physical body. 
Yes, eternal energy can help the physical body. Um, Eternal energy is probably the most healing energy that has ever existed. Um, We would say if you're having some difficulties with your physical biology, you know, of course, you're going to go to the doctors and you're going to do all the procedures and things that you're supposed to do. But it's also really important to take some time and connect soulfully so that you can call upon that energy to assist in the healing process. Um, Meditation is a good way to tap into it. And sometimes just being and allowing the energy to come into you um, is helpful as well. But absolutely, eternal energy is the best way to go. Okay, our next question. Marie writes in, you've talked about angels, aliens, other beings from other areas of existence. I'm wondering, do fairies exist too in another plane or a higher vibrational world? Yes, they do. However, they are capable of moving into physical reality. And we know a lot of people think that fairies are make-believe and fairies, you know, not real and childish in a lot of ways. But they are a species. They have the ability to come from their frequency vibration to come into our planet, Earth. And they're also able to help with a lot of energetic things. They usually congregated in heavily wooded areas. That's why you always kind of see them, you know, flitting around a forest somewhere because it's a good way to sort of hide from prying eyes of humans who might not understand what they're doing. But they do exist. And they primarily are in another dimensional space, but they do come into this one. And we find them to be delightful. They have their trials and tribulations just like all of you do. All right, our next question is coming from Michael. If someone has many incarnations, is it possible for that soul not to know until a specific time in their human life that they start to see signs that something is different about them? Will the soul at some point begin to remember things that show that they are are not indeed from Earth? Yes. Especially those who have had a bevy of incarnations. When you come in, you always forget. Um, um, you can remember a bit, but when you first come in, you you have to really focus on the reality to be in such a sense reality. You don't always remember everything that happened before that. And we've been asked many times, why don't we remember our other lives and, you know, experiences that we have? Wouldn't it be helpful to us? Now, if you've had about 3,000 lives or so, to remember all that in a thick, dense, linear reality would probably feel like an explosion in your brain, a little bit too much information. So there is sort of a silent moment of not remembering come in. Now, the more advanced will start 
to remember. Younger souls normally just keep going in the linear reality that they're in and don't spread out to look at all of the other things so that they will remember where they've been and haven't been. You can start to remember things if you're an advanced soul and you are putting focus on remembering. And sometimes you're not native to planet Earth. Most of you aren't native. So it is a moment where you do remember. Not everybody does, but those of you who wish to and put some focus on it, you certainly can. And from our point of view, if you're able to handle the information, then it's really important to your evolution and your growth to be able to remember. And sometimes, if you remember you're from another place, you might remember some aspects of that or some formulas from that or from some healing moments from that that can help you greatly in this one. That is why we always um, tell everybody to at least try a past life regression at some point to help you focus. And in that kind of environment, especially if like a hypnotherapist does it, it's very therapeutic. And a lot of times things have happened that were bad that you need to take a look at. Or things have happened where you weren't on Earth. And to remember it might be very helpful for your time on Earth now. So we would encourage you, if you're starting to remember a little bit, push it a little and see what you get. We don't think you'll be disappointed at all. All right. Our next question is coming from Carol. Why do we need to incarnate to develop and reach a heightened expansion when we are source energy? Isn't source perfect as it is? Well, first of all, you are not source energy. You come from source energy. Source energy sent you here. You have a part of it, but you are not the source energy. Just like any other very advanced person or energy, you are perfect, but it doesn't mean that you're not curious. Source energy is always curious and always wants to know more and always wants to expand upon its experience. And that's why they send incarnates like yourself to participate in the linear. You are part of source, but source is its own consciousness and you are an offshoot of it. So we would say to all of you that are interested in such things, you should read the um, Jane Roberts books called The Education of Oversoul 7. It offers you a glimpse into how the reincarnational process works, and it also shows you the hierarchy in a story form. Now, when you start to read it, you're going to look at it and say, well, kind of an odd story. Why are they talking about this? They talk about different levels of incarnation, oversouls, and oversoul seven is an energy that came into existence, went through all the incarnational processes, and then became an oversoul. And this is the education of oversoul. There's two of them. There's book one and book two. We would highly recommend it for all of you to get a better idea of what source is and how the hierarchy coming down and how it works. That should help all of you greatly. And we don't have time to read you the books on this program, but 
certainly you can get them. They come in paperback. It's not an expensive investment. And we think it will broaden your perspective and open your consciousness up to things that are not linear. All right, Veronica, that was our last question. I'd like to take a break and come back and give the message to the world. That would be great. All right. All right. Well, I want to thank everyone for listening to the show today. And we'll be back with you next week with more questions. And again, write into innerwhispersradio.com. Don't be shy. Are you there, Veronica? Yes, we are. Well, all of you on the planet Earth are extremely focused individuals. You have to be to maneuver through a thick, dense reality. Oftentimes, an incarnate will get so focused that they forget the expansive dimensional spaces around them. They forget how the awareness that they should have is not should not be just upon their linear daily routine. You should take time every day to sit and get out of that linear daily routine whenever you can and start being aware of where you're at. Now, we know some of you have to focus intently. You have children. You have jobs. You have all these things that you're doing. You're taking care of parents. You're taking care of more children. It's difficult to find, quote, the time to concentrate on the expansion of your awareness. But it isn't on the amount of time, not the quantity of time you put onto it, but the quality of time. Start looking beyond your daily routine. Start deciding that there's obviously much more going on here than just your daily dramas. Decide that you're going to take a few moments every day and consider expanding and looking at things in the reality that might not just pop up in your face. You've got to take a little look at it. Start noticing the reality and how it functions. Start noticing how nature works. Notice the beauty. If you ever get a chance, watch, watch a flower poke its little head out of the earth for the first time, and it comes up with such joy. Now, people will say to me, well, you know, what, what's the point of that? Seeing the energy of life, seeing and observing it is something that will have impact upon you and it will make you understand that you are having an experience in this magnificent dimensional space that's colorful and full of life. Get out of your linear focus off. It doesn't have to be a lot of time. And decide that you're going to consider Things beyond your nose, so to speak. See where it takes you. Now, we know a lot of you are already doing this. This conversation is for those who have not or maybe have only dipped their toe into it a little. There is nothing more surprising, more satisfying, and awesome than observing the reality around you that's not a focused linear one. Give it a try. We think you might find it to be a fascinating, and it's certainly going to help your energy evolve and your perceptions evolve. So, think about it and do it. All right. Thank you, Veronica. As always, a beautiful message. I want to thank everyone for listening to the show today. We'll be back with you next week with more questions. Until then, bye-bye.